0: You're listening to A Word From the Lord The Podcast My name is Pastor Michael E and I serve as at the senior Pastor of Bethlehem Baptist Church right here in Paul's Valley, Oklahoma And I'm also co-founder of, of Word from the In an opportunity i website at awf.bm we with Dr. Michael at Word from the
1: Lord. But Mentors, what we no, need not, is, not is a special word, me.
0: Me word. word. No, not, that will burn within our heart ministry. and give us direction business, in the the ship, Lord, from die, above. Lord, we many, need a anyway, word amen. from the Lord. Amen. A word, a word from the Lord. Ministry. Just one word. The and cause the live, to F-CM, F-CM. and F-CM. give us peace of mind. speak to say, yep. speak. To announce that we will begin broadcasting on first Sunday in June, yeah, yeah, 2023, yeah. On now Television, networks we and lack American television and Network largest African-American Television Network, also Satellite. Also, we're going we to be broadcasting throughout Europe you
1: show as well as all and over
0: Africa. In so we're away. excited
1: about joining the team of Now Television
0: much Network. Calling so give us your word, Speak, Lord. Program. We, God. God. we need it's a place.
1: A place from the Lord. A
0: place from the Lord. So we want to thank you in advance. Take you to the Bethlehem Baptist the we'll Church in Falls the Valley, Oak, Oklahoma, where I serve the as a senior pastor. We started a new series entitled Man Up, Man Up. First message in that series, man up, Adam the passing, man of Adam the passing, man. Now, three. Now, let's get into the service. now let's get into the word, amen. And Praise the Lord, amen. And praise the Lord. A few announcements before we get into the word today. I want to remind you of uh, this is going to be the last time we are going to fast and pray for the summer um, on the night, on this coming Friday from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. It will be the last time during the summer. We'll start back during the fall, but we want you to fast and pray. and Put uh, Brother rockheed on the fasting and prayer list, and we'll... Pray a special prayer for him. He's in a crisis right now, Mm -hmm. and we're going to pray for him um, at the end of the service, as well as those who have been through surgery and who are at home uh, and listening live right now, and those who are traveling. want you to fast and pray. Amen? Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. We had an opportunity this morning to... Be on the now television network, and we praise God for that opportunity. We came on right after uh, uh, Joyce Myers, and we heard before her was Kenneth Copeland, and these are multi million dollar ministries. And then little old me shows up mm-hmm. grinning. <laughs> All right, yeah. All right in a place uh, that only God could put me, amen? It's early in America, 1030 in London and uh, parts of Africa, and we just want you to continue to pray that God will continue to use that ministry, amen? Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Uh, The layman's lessons is out that I write for our National Baptist USA Incorporated. I'm I'll have some for the men uh, within uh, a week or two. And uh, for those that are not a part of us in the sanctuary, you can uh, go online and and get this now. Amen? Amen. Amen and praise the Lord. Uh, We're starting a new series today. Uh, Last month we were talking about uh, the worth of a woman in Women's Month. And this month, we're going to talk about the worth of a man in a series that we're calling Man Up, Man Up. up. And we're standing on 1 Corinthians chapter 16, verse 13, all month long, which says, Be watchful, stand firm in faith, act like men, be strong, be strong. And in this series, uh, we're going to be praising men as well as teaching them the way God's man should get his words in Jesus' name. Uh, We're going to be sharing all month long. We're going to talk about man up Adam today. And Adam was the passive man. We're going to talk about man up uh, Paul, which was the weak man. Uh, Man up David, who was the young man. Man up Jonah, who was the running man. Man up, Jacob, who was the fighting man. Man up, Peter, who was the reinstated man. Man up, Saul, who was the hiding man. And man up, Barnabas, who was the generous man. And we pray that this series will be a blessing to all the men and to everyone in the church. And we pray that it would help us be ready and motivated to celebrate Father's Day on the 18th let me say that again to help us to be motivated uh, to praise fathers on the 18th I was listening to uh, I believe it was Steve Harvey and Steve Harvey said, they don't do nothing for us on our day. <laughs> yeah. He said you can get you can get, a you, can get a, a you don't need a reservation to get nowhere. it ain't crowded. they, they don't do nothing for us. <laughs> May that not be of uh, us, the Bethlehem Baptist Church we want to celebrate men. I think the other guy said, I, I'm going to be out of town. They didn't want to do nothing. I'm working out of town. <laughs> so, But we want to celebrate men all month long uh, because you are worth everything God created you to be worth. and You were created in the image of God himself. Amen. Amen, Amen and praise Lord. Today we're going to look at a word entitled Man Up. Adam, the passive man, men of Adam, the passive man. We're going to look at Genesis chapter 3, verses 6 through 7. Would you please stand in reverence to the word of God? Stand symbolically saying that I will stand on the word of God. Let's read this out loud together at the same time on three. One, two, three.
1: two, with the woman saw pleasing to the eye, and also desirable for gaining wisdom. She took some, and ate them. She also gave some to her husband, who was with her, and he ate Then the eyes of both of them were opened, and they realized they were naked. So they sewed thick leaves together, and made coverings for
0: themselves. Amen. You may be seated in the household of the Lord, And today we're talking about man up. We're talking about Adam, the passive man. Adam, the passive man. And we're going to speak on around three points as the Holy Spirit gives us utterance. We're going to talk about the the sight of sin. Point number two is what? Point number three is what?
1: The silence of sin.
0: We're going to, my thesis today, or what I want to communicate is that men should man up and stand on the word even if their wives do not obey. Ooh, I said something there, didn't I? Yeah. My wife is out of town, so I can't. <laughs> I can say it. Christian, is you can hear, you. You hear it. Yeah. <laughs> Christian men uh, should man up and stand on the word of God even if their wives do not obey. We're going to look at this brief video and
1: then we'll get into the word. The Lord God commanded the man saying, of every tree of the garden, thou mayest freely eat. Who was he talking to? The man. The woman was not there. He was talking to the man. But of the tree, verse 17, but of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, thou shalt not eat of it. For in the day that thou thereof, thou shalt surely die. He told Adam before Eve was formed. This instruction was given to Adam. If Adam had kept that instruction, Even if Eve had eaten it, things would have not changed. Things changed because of Adam. The other animals were not told... We're not given the same instruction. It was Adam. It was a very personal instruction given to him. A very personal instruction given to him. If only he had kept it. But man fell, not because Eve ate, but because Adam
0: ate. Amen and praise the Lord. Uh, let's take a look at this on the maps. Uh, and we're always uh, going back to Genesis. Is, it's the, the, the Genesis, meaning beginning of everything. So uh, we always find our way back to where we believe the Garden of Eden was, and this is a modern day map, and, and you can see why the Middle East is so, so volatile, because it was the create, we believe the creation of man started there, and we believe that the end of man is going to happen. Uh, in the Middle East right here, but we believe that uh, the Garden of Eden was right there. Some believe up here, um, but I think it's more uh, down here by Kuwait. And of course, uh, this is Israel back over here in Jerusalem. and uh, but that's where we believe um, the Garden of Eden was. And uh, as a man said in the video, God had a mentorship come Sunday school with Adam. Mm-hmm. All right. And God, as they were in that place of paradise, had mentored him and what He wanted him to do and what He wanted them not to do. We all know the story that uh, He could eat freely in this garden, this paradise. Remember, this area was called the Fertile Crescent at the beginning of time. It ran all the way up through here amongst the land of Canaan. In this paradise, he could do everything or eat of every tree except one tree. And he mentored Adam, and it was him by himself long before Eve came along. And then after Adam got to work and was naming all of the animals and figured out that there was no one that corresponded with him, God called him to uh, be asleep and took a rib and formed a woman. And she would... Correspond to him. Um, And uh, we're at the point where she began to have a conversation with the devil. Have a conversation with Satan. And we always have to remind folk that uh, the, 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 the devil is not ugly. Hello, somebody. Uh, many times we like to, uh, to say that he has horns and that he's red and pitchfork and uh, all of that is fictitious. The devil was beautiful and he uh, was one of the angels who led worship in heaven before he wanted to become like God. So right, the right. devil is beautiful. So if you want to see or know who you're talking to, nine times out of ten, it's somebody that is pleasing to the eyes. All right. Hello, somebody. Um and, and he used his beauty and his cunning oh to con Eve out of Eden hello somebody but he was able to do that because of point number one um the sight of sin the sight of sin and, and this is what the text says the text says that when the woman saw that the fruit of the tree was good for food and pleasing to the eyes. Hello, somebody. There were two things she saw. The sight of sin, it would always be that. It, it would always, uh, the devil always get you on something practical and something pleasing to the eyes. Ah, something practical. Ah, he's a lawyer. He's a doctor and he's single and he looks good to me. Hello, somebody, hello, somebody. Some of y'all start with that first. Oh, oh, he looks good to me and he has a good job. He makes good money. He has good benefits, it's something good. Ah, for food, something practical that he likes to get us to wander on as well as something that is pleasing to the eyes. Oh, hello, somebody. Ah, if you ask singles, you ask singles, uh, how do they choose a mate? Everyone, man, woman, teenager, they will always say that he or she has to look good. Hello, somebody has to be pleasing to the eyes. They won't say, number one, that he must or she must be a Christian. Hello, somebody. I don't understand how Christian folk can date just anybody. Because the one thing they should know is that they should know that that person is saved. And you say, preacher, how can I know when I'm not able to ask? Oh, all you have to do, really, a lot of times is to look at your lifestyle. Hello, somebody. All right. Oh, see where they hang out on Sunday and see where they hang out on Saturday. Hello, somebody. Ah, I mean, if they're hanging out on Saturday and it looks nothing like Sunday, oh, it's probably not a Christian. Hello, somebody. Because a lot of folk who claim to be Christian will hang out and party all night long, oh, Saturday night, and get up on Sunday. At least they did down in Dallas, maybe not here in Oklahoma. (laughs) Get up early and be in church still hungover. Hello, somebody. H- Hello somebody. No, no, that that's not a Christian their life will e- ever get shit. Oh, with this new technology, check out their Instagram or their Facebook. Hello somebody. And, and if they're on there, and, and if he's a man, he got his shirt off and all puffed out. <laughs> Showing all his muscles. <laughs> that that's that's that, that is probably not a Christian or a mature Christian man. Hello, somebody. And the woman the same way. that she's posing, hello, somebody. Like she's eating Hello, somebody. Before they ate the fruit. Hello, somebody. <laughs> you 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 know she's not a Christian because. Christianity will change your character, will change your lifestyle. Oh, will make you more modest. Hello somebody, uh, I, I, I had a muscle shirt one time and I told my wife I better put something over, over my little muscle shirt, I want nobody to see me. She like, they can't see nothing anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, but a Christian person will be modest because the body is their temple and they won't show everybody their body. Hello, somebody. Oh, don't let don't have conversation with the devil. Because you because it's practical. It's good for food. Because it's practical. I'm lonely, Lord. Send me somebody. And God says, i an already symptom you just don't recognize. Hello, somebody, because of this, pleasing to the eyes. That throws Christians all so bad, that pleasing to the eyes. As a matter of fact, I wrote in my first book, How to Choose a Word to Make and Find True Love, that it's called the halo effect. If somebody is pleasing to your eyes, it gives them the halo effect, and you lose your ability to discriminate and you will overlook, hello, son, bad qualities because they look good to you, hello, right, son. Right. The halo effect, pleasing to the eyes, and that's the sight of sin. And this was on the point number one: the sight of sin. James put it this way in James chapter 1 verse 14 uh, 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 but each one is tempted when uh, by his own evil desires he is lured away and enticed hello somebody hello somebody each one is tempted when by his own evil desires he's lured away that's what Eve was lured away and entice. We talk about the sagacity of sin. Part number two. Um, and so, and also desiring for gaining wisdom, and that's what sagacity means—wisdom. She took some and ate it. H- Hello, somebody. It, it was desirable for. Gain. Hello, somebody. Wisdom has led plenty of nations astray. The Corinthians were into wisdom, was into education. Um, They always wanted to learn something new. Hello, somebody. And that's how, folks, in the church, a lot of times I I, I was teaching a pastor's uh, conference at the state and and I showed a video about preaching. And and then a preacher came who I admired. I really admired him, uh, but he seemed to be jealous of me. And and he came down and he said, Well, I've seen that video before. I started to say, Negro, I don't care what you, I ain't here to feed your wisdom. Hello, somebody. Everything you learn ain't supposed to be new. As a matter of fact, a lot of what you already know, you're not doing. Hello somebody Like being jealous Hello somebody Like being arrogant Did you, did you see that video? Oh, hello somebody <laughs> All right. All right. The, God repeats himself over and over again In the Bible Because we do not listen Over and over again God ain't trying to oh, Give you wisdom from the world He's trying to get you to do God and wisdom And just obey what you know Hello somebody Obey what you know. Hello, somebody. Mm -hmm. How much is enough wisdom? I know Fogel got three doctor's degrees, two master's degrees. How much is enough? Hello, somebody. It's desirable for gaining wisdom. This is why I go to classes. No, you need to gain a personal relationship with God. Hello, somebody. And that will make you wise. That will make you insightful. Hello, somebody. But it says, she took some of it. And what did she do? She ate it. She ate it. She ate it. it. And that's a lot of folks still eating today. Hello, somebody. Still eating today. First John 2 and 16 says, for all that is in the world, the desires of the flesh, the desires of the eyes, and the pride of life is not from the Father, but from the world. We desire all this stuff of the world. We have worldly desires. We we have single folk, they worldly people, not godly folk. Hello, somebody. Because they have desires of the flesh, and married men oh, have desires of the flesh, and not faithful to their wives, not obeying the word of God. They have desires of the flesh, the desires of the eyes. All right. Hello, somebody. I saw this show um, of this brother. This brother. He was a polygamous. I was like, Black folks don't do that. <laughs>
1: well.
0: Hello, somebody. Black folks don't do that. We don't do that. We get two black women and try to stay together, but one of them gonna die, Here he is too. Hello, somebody. But that's what they're doing nowadays. The desires of the flesh, the desires of the eyes, and the pride of life. It's not from the Father, but from the world. She bought into what the devil was selling, and he was charming. Another way you wanna know whether somebody is a Christian or not is are they charming? Hello, somebody. Because a charming person will tell you everything you want to hear. A Christian person will tell you the truth, even if you don't wanna hear it. And you hear people when they fall in love, oh, he tells me everything. I want to hear. I'm in a dream state. Of, oh, wait a minute. He's telling you everything you want to live here.
1: He's lying
0: to you. Hello, somebody. And the devil is the father of lies. Hello, somebody. My wife, when we first got married, told me, I want you to tell me the truth. And from that point on, I told her, I tell her the truth. Even when it hurts Hello somebody. All right. I said, well, I you want me to say the truth. <laughs> Steve Harvey says it's easier. He said, don't do that. Don't no, nah, you better learn how to lie be in a relationship. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, Brother Steve. <laughs> yeah. you, 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 you Tell the truth in love. Hello yeah. somebody. There you go. Right. That, that's the key. Tell the truth in love. Hello somebody. But if they tell you everything you want to hear, everywhere you want to go, like, like that old song back in the day, that's that baby face theology. Babyface said, I'll pay you rich. I'll cook your dinner too. As soon as I get home from work, uh, That's a lie. I get home from work, I'm tired. I'm going to put my feet up. I ain't going to pay you You got to bring something to the table.
1: <laughs>
0: it's alive from the
1: pit of hell.
0: <laughs> Hello, somebody. Babyface theology. This last point. Tell my man up, Adam, the passive man. And what shocks me is this next part of the text. It says. She also gave some to her husband, who was with her in Egypt. Wait a minute! He was there. Right there, you go. He says, "What? Who was with her? You mean while he was having a con- while she was having a conversation with the devil? He was right there." J- just like sometimes when when Sissy to come a- around me talking on the phone, I be all up dipping and dappling, and don't know what's happening all up in my bed. <laughs> I say, who's that you was talking to? <laughs> Hello, somebody. But he was there, right there, and he was silent. Hello, somebody. About the silence of sin. It, it, it says she also gave some to her husband, who was with her, and he ate. Silence of sin. See, that, that's what the devil wants to do. He wants to keep sin silence. Um, one of the greatest movements, I believe. Was the Me Too movement where women stop being silenced about being all oh, harassed or even attacked or even raped. They stop being silenced. And I wrote the book, The Me Too Movement of the Bible, and, and, I, and I share in the Bible that God doesn't want all his people to keep sit silent because, uh, oh, if you stay silent, the predator would do it again to somebody else uh, and somebody else uh, and somebody else. And that's why the Me Too movement exposed uh, a lot of men because there were so many women who were misused and abused. And they finally got together and said, Me Too, and began to speak out against powerful men who was uh, taking advantage of them. Oh, and but, 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 oh, Brother Adam stay silent. Hello, son. Stay silent. That's what that's what the devil wants. He wants sin to, to stay silent. Uh, many people who were destroyed as children because they never said anything about what happened oh uh, by another family member or by a neighbor and usually this kind of stuff and attack happens by somebody that they know and many times uh, oh some children are trying to speak up but the grown up uh, is not ready to deal with that and tell them to be quiet oh God ain't never told anybody to be silent about sin hello somebody. Adam was there and he was silent. He had been mentored by God himself. Right. Hello somebody. Sunday school teacher said the mentors have come in front and then lastly, oh the mentee. Well if we studied the story of Adam and God, God would come first and Adam, he told him what not to do long before Eve came along. Right long before Eve came along. As a matter of fact, whoa, some theologians believe that whoa, uh, a sin came into the world by Adam, whoa, which means that Eve ate, but the the, uh, the consequences didn't happen until whoa, Adam ate. Hello, somebody. But Adam was a silent man in this series. Oh, we want to encourage men all oh, to speak up and to live up uh, to the manhood that God put in them too. Oh, to the mentorship that God put in you. Oh, if your wife uh, is listening to the devil, you better say, oh, honey, oh, we don't need to listen to, oh, that false prophet. We don't, we don't need to listen, oh, to that false money manager. We don't need to listen, oh, to that false prophet. Preacher, oh, you see him having a conversation on TV. Oh, an ungodly and holy preacher, false prophet. Oh, they're listening. Oh, men of God, you need to speak up. Don't be silent about sin. All right. he- hello, somebody. Oh, and if something happened to you, don't be silent about sin. You better speak up and speak out and continue to speak up and speak out until somebody listens. Oh, the Me Too movement. There were men who were untouchable, but those women kept. Speaking up uh, and speaking out, uh, speaking up uh, and speaking out to the point where even Bill Cosby himself was caught up. He was untouchable at first, uh, but folk kept speaking up uh, and speaking <laughs> out. Uh, oh, and, and he was caught, hello, son, uh, because they did not remain silent about sin in Jesus' name. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus' name, men. Oh, it's time to speak up. Mm-hmm. Hello, somebody. Yeah. And maybe that's why a lot of folks don't like to celebrate Father's Day. is because we've been too silent in their lives. Wow. Ooh, mm. Ooh, let me say that again. Mm. Man, that's why. Oh, some children don't like to celebrate Day It's because, uh, oh, we've been too silent in their lives. Uh, we've been asked, uh, as a matter of fact, oh, the African-American household is only 70%. Oh, uh, 70% of the households don't even have a man in it. Men are silent. But 50%, probably those 70% all have children in it. Where are the daddies? The daddies are silent. Hello, somebody. The daddies have abandoned their children. The daddies have not spoken up in Jesus' name. All right. In Jesus' name. Throughout this series, we want to challenge and encourage all men to speak up Don't be silent about sin. Don't allow your children to be raised by other people and other men. Speak up in Jesus' name.
1: Yeah, all right.
0: Amen. Got a call from a man whose wife won't go to church. And he said, preacher, what should I do? And I told him, if she won't go to church, then you need to get those children and leave her at home alone. Don't be silent about sin. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. And, 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 and he said, he said I, don't, I don't know how to do that. And, and I said, man, when I was a stepdaddy, and that woman didn't want to come to church. I took her kids and the whole neighborhood to church. And I was a stepdaddy. Because that's what my pastor then told me to do. umpteen 10 years ago. And I said, You are their daddy. I ain't never left him. I ain't never been apart from them. The problem is,
1: you've been silent for too long.
0: Hello, Simon, to the point you can't even take your own kids to church. Wow. I didn't even tell you this. And you're the minister. Mm. <laughs> yeah. You can't even take your own kids to your own church. Mm. You've been too silent for too long. God says, don't be silent about sin. You better speak up. Oh, you've been silent for too long. you got to speak up. And when you began to speak up, all those children were here more than just her voice. The problem is is she's the only one speaking. You ain't said enough. All right. Ooh-wee. Don't be silent about sin, men and women alike. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's not of God and mm-hmm. Jesus. Name. Yes, sir. Lastly, it says, First Timothy uh, mm-hmm. chapter two, verse fourteen, and it was not Adam who uh, it was not Adam who was deceived, mm-hmm. but the woman who was deceived and fell into temptation. This basically is saying that
1: Adam knew what he was
0: doing. Eve didn't. And God had placed him over his household to be a watch and to be a guard upon his household, but he let some other man come and rap to his wife. Hello. Hello somebody. Mm. And rap to his wife. And he stayed there silently. He wasn't deceived. His act was an act of rebellion. His act was an act of Oh, utter complete disregard towards God because he knew, oh, the woman didn't know that some things men, that God gives you insight into some things men, that God, oh, has taught you and has mentored you as men to be and to do. And it's your job ha, to stand up ha, Oh, in your household as men. It's your job ha, to rebuke the devil's influence ha, upon your household upon your wives upon your children it's your job that's why we got so many kids in prison because the men have been silent more kids in prison oh boys, black boys in prison than in college because the men have been silent oh in Jesus name it's time for the men oh to man up and it's time even for women, help oh, somebody to speak up about the sin. Oh, going on in their children's lives, going on in their personal relationships. It's time for you to speak up and say that's not of God. And if God ain't in it, I ain't poets. It's time to speak up about sin in Jesus' name. Oh, Jesus don't be silent about sin. Adam was the quiet man. He didn't speak up. Adam was the passive man. He didn't live up to all that God had called him to be. As we said in Sunday school, Sunday school teachers said he was very, very, Encouraged by a young person that says, I want to learn from your experience so I don't have to make the same mistakes. Mm, Well, learn from Adam today, men.
1: Mm -hmm. Amen. That's right.
0: Learn from Adam today and don't make the same mistakes. And if you have been making those mistakes, if you've been silent in your wife's life, or oh, if you've been silent in your children's life, it's time for you to speak up. And I'm going to go ahead and tell you oh, that they may not like what you have to say. Hello, somebody. But it's time for you to tell the truth in love, in Jesus' name. I said it's time for you to tell the truth in Jesus' name. Jesus' name. One, one man was talking about his marriage to his mother. His mother said, your problem, son, is you ain't manning up. You ain't manning up. That's your
1: problem.
0: Who His own mother said that. Hello somebody. Let's learn from Adam then. Amen. Let's begin to speak up. To the point that June 18th won't pass by. If folk cutting their eyes at you. <laughs> Hello somebody. Because you spoke up that on June 18th, they'll speak up. Mm-hmm. Say, I'm glad I have a daddy. Mm-hmm. Hello, somebody. All right. I'm glad I have a daddy. Mm-hmm. Not a baby daddy, mm-hmm. All right. but a daddy. It's time for you to speak up for some of those kids that are not in your household. It's time for you to speak up. You say, But preacher, you don't know my ex. You don't know my baby mama. I don't care to know. I know you, and I know that those kids need you and that they need for you to fight for them in Jesus' name.
1: Yeah.
0: In Jesus' name. The mm. sad epithet in my life is that my mother got in a relationship with my stepdaddy. My stepdaddy told my real daddy not to come around. And he said in order to keep the peace, he decided just to not come around. And many years later, he got to oh hear about how I felt. And I said, I felt, Daddy. I felt that you should have fought for me. That you should have fought for me. Amen. I look just like you. Yeah, my daddy looked like Dixiel too. <laughs> but I wish Daddy that, that you had fought for me I wish you have fought for our relationship I wish that you would have spoke up I wish that you would have came around I wish That you weren't so passive Woo! Trying to keep the peace. Now there's some things worth fighting for. And your family is in men. Your children is in men. In Jesus' name. Yes, Lord. In Jesus' name. It's time for us to man up. Hello, somebody. In Jesus' name. All eyes closed, heads bowed, Saints are praying. I have to man up as a preacher. Because I have to tell you the truth about how you're living your life. If you have not accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, and I want to say this in love, and, and I don't know how to really say this, but you're on your way to hell. But God made <laughs> no, oh a provision. Right? Yes. Indeed. You you don't have to go to hell and I gotta speak up today for you and your soul. For the Bible says that God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. Jesus Christ said I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man coming to the Father but by me and I've gotta speak up today that there is not more than one way to God in our world, they tell you that there are many ways to God. Oh, like God is a mountainside and you can go up several sides of the mountain to get to God. You can go up oh, some say by Buddha, you can go up, some say by Muhammad, but that's a lie from the pit of hell. There's only one way oh, to get to God and I must man up and tell you the truth and that's through Jesus Christ and you need to give your life to Jesus Christ. Today. oh your mama can't accept him for you your daddy can't accept him for you Oh, the legacy of your mom and daddy oh God ain't got no grandchildren oh you got to give your life to Jesus Christ personally right here and right now oh I want to man up and tell you the truth step out of your seats right now and come forward and say I, I need to give my life to Jesus Christ I need to give my life to Jesus Christ. I'm no longer going to sit in silence and sin. You done told me with a loud voice that I'm a sinner. That Jesus died for my sins. Was buried and raised again on the third day. So that today I may be saved. Is that one to you're listening to a word from the Lord. The podcast again. My name is Pastor Michael Eaton, and before we leave today's program, I want to take this opportunity to let you know the greatest story ever told. The Bible says that God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son; that whosoever believes in Him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. And if you're listening, don't ever remember a time where you've prayed that prayer of salvation, where you ask Jesus Christ to be in your heart, uh, come into your heart, where you believe that he died for your sins, was buried and raised again on the third day, then today can be that time. All you have to do is pray after me or pray with me this prayer. Dear Lord Jesus, I come today believing that you are God's only son and God's only way to enter into a personal relationship. I believe today that Jesus is God's only son, that he was buried and raised again on the third day, so that today I may be saved. Come into my heart, come into my life, take over my will, in Jesus' name, amen. And praise the Lord. If you prayed that prayer for the first time, you're anywhere near Paul's Valley, Oklahoma, you've been born into the body of Christ right here at the Bethlehem Baptist Church. I'm gonna see you in the service this coming Sunday at the 11 a.m. service. We start at 11 o'clock. Bring a family member or a friend. I'm not inviting you to church, I'm telling you to come home because you've been born into the body of Christ right here. And if you are not in Paul's Valley, Oklahoma or driving distance, we're praying that you will find a church home. That's your priority right now. You have to find a church home. Holy Spirit, which was given to you, when you pray that prayer, is going to lead and guide you to the right place. And in that place, after the preach, preach, I want you to go down and let them know you prayed to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior and you need a church home. Again, I want to thank you for listening to A Word from the Lord. Again, visit our website at AWFTL with Dr. Michael Kimberley-Eton.org. Get to know our vision. And also there, you can support our ministry if God has moved this, moved in a way that you just have to give. Visit that website, awftl with We have several ways that you can give to PayPal, paypal.me backslash a word from the Lord. We have also Cash App, a dollar sign, a Word from the Lord. And also there are books that you can buy to support the ministry. This month, uh, we're adding or letting you, making available, uh, John on the Run, which is a series that I am preaching on the Word from the Lord TV. So you you get that book or seek to your best life, visit the website and support us. We want to thank you for listening today and may God bless you and keep you is my prayer.